0: Compatibility.
1: What's happening? Terrifying? It is what it is. Because on the counter,
2: kind of, you want to know why? I don't care.
1: My plan is to harness the energy of babies.
2: It should be a lot of fun. That's what we call at home all foam and no beer. That should be no problem. So then I was like, yay!
1: Well, who wouldn't want an opportunity to talk to Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty? Well, uh, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, who host the popular uh, radio talk show, ask the same question of their listeners, and here's their response. Also, his show Flip This Pup has been canceled. I give you America itself.
2: This is Ed McMahon, and now he Armstrong and Getty. From Studio C. Hey, there are. It's a dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. And hey, everybody. We're under the tutelage of our general manager. What you put in your mouth. What you put in your mouth is our general manager. What you put in your mouth. The U.N. is out with a big climate change and food report. Okay. That's right. Fantastic. We're going to have to fundamentally change the way people around the world eat. Change number one. They don't put it this way, but it's less protein because production of meat is tough on the environment. Mm-hmm. The rest of it. So, uh, on our insects, you know, making paste out insects. Listen, you grind up insects, you put it in a tube, you squirt it right out onto your tongue. It'll be fine, folks. You'll enjoy it. <laughs> I could believe that that'd be a good idea for everybody. The uh, tubes of insect paste. I don't know if I want to put it that way, but I gotta come up with a better name for it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we have a team working on it. I've invested heavily in the insect paste tube uh, futures market. Yeah, run that by marketing. I think they'll come up with a name and a visual that'll be you don't know, like insects <laughs> in a tube.
0: And I didn't uh, like the How visual. about
2: mushed up insects in a yeah. I didn't like the visual you presented either. Oh, uh, I, no, but it'll be a sexy girl, <laughs> probably well endowed, saying, I'm hungry. And then she'll take the tube and, eh, and, and we plan on kind of a brownish greenish color. So that's I a good really idea, too. To
3: talk to your branding guy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and she'll go, mmm, and tastes great, too. I'm telling you. So the UN uh, climate change <laughs> report? And also, is anybody here illegal? Do we have anybody on our staff that's illegal? Because the uh, Jack Ice is Jack. Raiding- no human being is illegal. Ice is rating corporations. That's the idiot. And uh, I want to make sure we're not going to get raided today. Well, it's we're good.
3: not fair. I've never checked.
2: <laughs> it's true. I have not either. Have you checked your own papers? <laughs> I'm checking them for you. We don't process a lot of chickens here. Occasionally, sure. Yeah, big giant bust, Mississippi, bunch of chicken processing plants. And Speaking uh, of meat, and maybe more to come. I do enjoy a nice barbecued chicken. I worked near a meat processing plant when I was uh, a young man, and uh, I can tell about that whole illegal thing later. Have you seen the picture McCully Culkin uh, posted yesterday? I missed that somehow. It's really to my her. regret. Does everybody remember McCully Culkin? Yes. I think one of the reasons this came out is they're rebooting Home Alone right? as Hollywood's run out of ideas.
3: Uh, Disney announced they're remaking it for their streaming service launch eventually, yeah.
2: Anyway, famous scene from uh, Home Alone in which Macaulay Culkin is sitting on the couch shoveling food into his mouth. Ah, yes. So he tweeted out a current day picture of him doing exactly the same
3: thing (laughs) next to it. It's just pretty funny. I mean, he's got his shirt up over his belly and this is what an updated Home Alone would actually look like. <laughs> me, me at 30 something. Yeah, that's uh, torn from real life. It's good self-deprecating humor right there. That yeah, really
2: is. Good for him. From it's a kid like the,
3: the extra TV trays on the couch cushion next oh, to him. Oh, good yeah. one. Yeah. From a kid that's
2: been rich and famous. Well, he's, what is he? 30 something now? we have been rich and well, famous and famous. He's... You don't think
3: he's rich? I wonder. When was his last paycheck? He seems to. I've heard an interview with him not too long ago. He seems to be doing all right. What's he doing? Uh, He he does. I I don't actually care, and yet I'm curious. He does (laughs) small roles in like his friends' films. Yeah. Um. Uh. And I I get the sense that he's not. So Ryan, right, no, that pace. <laughs> right, right.
2: <laughs> he has probably bigger friends than I. Do. So
3: I don't know if he just got good advice with his Home Alone money, but he seems to to not be wanting for for things. He's okay. maintaining a lifestyle, and he seems quite happy.
2: He also would seem yeah. to have uh, gotten lucky and avoided the pedophile ring that is Hollywood. Well, and he barely dodged the advances of uh, Jacko. Oh, right. From what I hear. Right. Yeah. Mm. So he got lucky there. Um, let's yeah. say, anyway. Enough about Macaulay Culkin. Let's introduce everybody in the squad. There's our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael?
1: I'm doing great. I'm helping my my family uh, babysit a golden doodle, which I have fallen in love with. Oh, it's really? a combination of a golden retriever and a poodle.
2: It's a darn cute name.
1: It, it's very cute dog and it shakes hands and it, it pedals up to you and it's just it's as adorable as you can, you know. Mm, it's a very popular breed. Very, yeah. very popular. Great mm. with kids and so I'm thinking that, you know, this dog may, quote, disappear and find a you know new home in my place. Dog napping. Uh, yeah. What does it look like? I'm literally like a golden retriever. Um and a poodle, but it's just very. I mean, picture a poodle. Oh, so it's crossbreeding. The they, they, they
2: didn't dissect, bisect a, a couple of dogs and sold them together. No, no, it's not like grapevines oh, or like no. a fruit tree. Oh, no, they I, don't graft one I, dog I onto it was the some other. Some horrific <laughs> operation. Oh no. no, you've completely misunderstood the process.
1: No, your kids would love one.
2: This is from reading the latest Dogman book that I've been doing in which they sewed a dog's head onto a cop's body. That's Hard what to the, imagine. The children's Dogman books are. This is supposed to be a Hard sweet story. <laughs> the thought process <laughs> yeah. between, uh, I don't know, you know, be behind family that, friendly know. and... So it's uh, not the front half of a golden retriever and the back half of a poodle. No, hmm. I know. Regrettably. There's, there's positive. No, we have a friend of ours uh, hit us up with a little email just telling you we got a... Uh, we got a, a batch, what do they call it, a litter of uh, golden doodles. They're six weeks old now. I said, hey, Jude, you see this? She attacked me with both her fists. I mean, just, that idea was a non-starter, as they say. You're taking on a lifestyle change for the next dozen to 15 years. That ought to be said every time somebody considers a dog. And a tremendous amount of money and time. Yeah. Um, I knew it.
3: I've owned dogs. I've lived with dogs most of my life, and I would forgotten
2: there is positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean?
3: No, I'm really getting the sense that uh, not enough people have watched uh, enough sci-fi movies. We have uh, we, we got a moon situation. Uh, the cargo we've on... got a moon situation. Yeah. Whoop, whoop. The cargo on an, on an Israeli private lunar lander uh, that crashed into the moon's surface in April included a box full of a few thousand dehydrated tardigrades. Now, tardigrades are microscopic creatures that can live almost anywhere. It's considered to be one of the toughest animals on the planet and the only known living things thought to be able to survive in outer space. Good band they name, just, name, too. And they just dumped a box of them on the moons and left them there. And now we're, oh, well, I don't know. Maybe when we go back, they'll, they'll have, uh, you know, buildings and skyscrapers and Starbucks. Who knows? Mm-hmm. So the Israelis crashed life into moon. Onto yeah. the moon and it On purpose, come. or did it no, go I awry? I believe this went awry. Yeah. Why um, is Israel attacking the moon? Let's start I there. Why are we shipping tardigrades in space? That seems li- I, I don't understand the purpose of this, and uh, it seems that there needed to be more uh, layers of protection against possibly colonizing the moon with, with a beast that can survive in outer space. Mm. There you go. Shocking stuff. Is it got like an an amoeba
2: appearance to it? No, they call them, them, what do they call them, elephants? Little water bears. Water bears, because they
3: look like like a bear. Tiny, microscopic, can survive pressures that are comparable to those created when asteroids strike Earth. They're microscopic bears? Microscopic (laughs) bears. (laughs) Are on the moon. They can handle temperatures up to 304 degrees Fahrenheit. One survived being frozen for 30 years.
2: Wow. 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 It's a little, a little like our career, huh? Tell Ted Williams uh, yeah. Ted that story. This
3: so called expert says they cannot colonize the moon because there is no atmosphere or no liquid water. Life finds a way, Mister Expert. Look at Jurassic Park.
2: They cannot colonize the moon. Well, let <laughs> There's Marshall Phillips who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall?
1: I'm doing very, very well. A tip of the cap, a tip of the cap to local law enforcement. I don't know if you guys noticed uh, over the last few days there was a new homeless encampment starting to form uh, outside the Radio Ranch. Well, a little ways away, yeah. They were apparently getting into a fenced off area around a closed up uh, restaurant. And they probably read the papers. Nobody reads the papers. They probably listen to the radio and. Uh, and well, they probably have smartphones
2: and read and listen right. to podcasts. Exactly. But they, they know that if you can get an encampment going, then right. it becomes a protected thing. And right. the activists won't let anybody do anything. Right, so if you can get, I don't know what the right number is, right. but if you get the right number of tents put up and everything, right. then all of a sudden it's sacred and
1: can never go away. Well, in this case, though, apparently the local gendarmes came in and chatted with them and uh, managed to close it down. you so, got to close it down before it gets yeah, critical mass, right. or it's there forever. Right, now it was not huge, but they for some starting, weird it was reason, starting to come together. Right. Oh,
2: this so. is the overpass in this city right. where uh, 500 people live underneath, and it right. just has to be that way forever because that's the way it is now. Is what happens. So it's it's interesting. Five people completely unacceptable. Move along. Fifty, ah, yeah, that's permanent. Yeah. Nothing <laughs> can be done. It's a right. city. Humans are dumb. Yeah. Um, <laughs> by the way, McCully Culkin was, has was, a net worth of fifteen million dollars, according, according to the internet, which probably sounds about right you know, he's had 20 years of investing money and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, if he invested well, and I wonder whether his agent was good and got him, uh, you know, a piece of the profits, although Hollywood always cheats people out of that, but um, You know, syndication rights and the rest of it. Yeah, a it's couple of hits.
1: There, there's, you
2: know, there's a number of things going on there. Anyway, yeah, as yeah. you well, said earlier, him. I wish
1: him no ill will. As you said earlier,
2: that's enough about McCulloch Culkin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Thursday, August 8th, the year 2019. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. If you're tuning in to hear about the latest Trump said reversy and the angry things said back at him, You might as well stick nails in your ears, because you're not going to hear it here. All right? Stupid. Boring. Oh, Lord. It's everywhere. Who wants to hear it? Nobody. So let's begin this show precisely according to FCC Rules of Exit. Mark.
1: My eyes grew dim. My eyes grew blind. Death came and
3: turned my bones to dust. And what was that? That was a scene from a, I believe it was a Tucson City Council meeting. Uh, banjo, banjo man would probably be uh, number two on my ranking. From that green shirt guy was number one, and the the singing sisters would probably be the third ranked on there.
2: Wacky progressive city holds city council meeting and people use their one to two minutes at the podium like it's an open mic night. Exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> like it's like it's Tucson's Got Talent yeah. when, when they weren't <laughs> spouting politics to the left of Marx, they were uh, playing banjos and singing songs. And that's Jenny City Council. What do you think? Well, I don't. No, I thought it was a little pitchy, but I was entertained. <laughs> that was nice. That was nice. <laughs> Has it changed your vote? What? Huh? What's, what's coming up in the news, Marshall?
1: Well, ICE right, carries out the biggest single state immigration raid ever. We've got the shooter's mom. A shooter's mom tried to warn police about her son weeks before the attack. That's happened. Oh, good. A, if only there were signs.
2: That's happened a number of times with these things.
1: And Senate leader Mitch McConnell in a pitch battle now with Twitter over what we'll tell you soon. Yeah, that's a good story. How's mailbag look? Oh, it's good. It's it's
2: fine. You know, I have to put it together still. I have the raw materials. But, you know, it's like a house is originally, Jack, a a stack of wood and tiles and shingles. It hasn't been built. 8chan was in the news. A lot of us had never heard of it. Now we've all heard of it. The founder is an interesting human being and has interesting views on life. It's worth knowing. Among other things, you'll hear uh, today's episode of the Armstrong and Getty Show. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Every bug in your house ranked by how worried you should be about them. Oh, man. Now that's a good list. Now, some of those bugs I'll be grinding up for my new insect protein paste. So I haven't We'll s- be marketing soon. I haven't seen the U.N. report. Uh, basically, they say uh, it's getting hotter. We're all going to die. Well, they say there gonna got to be major changes in the way the f- the the world grows food and eats food. But they, as of yet, the population continues to grow. As of yet, the UN doesn't have the ability to make us do any of these things. Ah, uh,
3: no, thank God. Well, that's a lot of the the drive behind these uh, the Beyond Meat and the Impossible Burgers. Mm-hmm. They're not healthier mm-hmm. alternatives. They are more economic or er, environmentally friendly alternatives. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. They're well, they're arguably healthier too. I mean, but. Uh, yeah we'll we'll have to see i mean it, it's become infinitely clear to me that and and oh we've got a great email on this topic that the move to carbohydrates as a species has not been terribly healthy it's not a great idea um but i don't see any alternative unless we can figure out how to grow protein labs and or have giant insect farms where we mush them up into a delicious paste mm. Or certainly, you know, craft them into something that has a texture that doesn't make you want to vomit immediately. (laughs) Which is really what our R&D department is working the hardest (laughs) on. (laughs) Mailbag. I still want to set aside a segment at some point today to go through all the many emails we've gotten, which I've highlighted and and edited about the, the mass shooting trend and thing and what to do about it and reaction to it. it's very interesting the genius of our audience unleashed and will that be its own segment or? Uh...
1: yeah I think we ought
2: okay. to yeah. Yeah. Uh, guys speaking of unfair reviews of your shows we're looking at some of our Yelp reviews uh, which range from uh, uh, terribly kind and generous to scathing sarcastic and bitter <laughs> But uh, speaking of unfair reviews of your show, writes Diane. I talked to a good friend. I talked to a good friend into listening to you guys by singing your praises. When I checked in later, she said yes, she listened, but it was a bit adolescent and unsophisticated. LOL. Exactly why I love you guys. I think she missed the point. S J A U. Stay juvenile and unsophisticated. That's Diane. Um, well, I would I would suggest to you that the alternative frequently is uh, self serious and angry in a lot of media, and I think that will chew up your soul and the make only op- you unhappy. <laughs> the only options aren't that and JU, though. Well, you know, it's in the eye of the beholder, well, of though. course. Like we had one program director who said, funny's okay, silly's not. Okay, well, I'll just run that through my mind, the difference... The clear, stark difference that we all can immediately discern between funny and silly. What the hell are you talking about? Wacky, (laughs) people enjoy. Goofy, not really. Yeah, we've been told these things by bosses many times over the years. Okay. John with no H writes, I'm a liberal who can't stand liberal radio anymore. It's all turned into tattle-telling on Trump for his latest whatever the hell he said. Boy, that's a pretty good description, John, without an H. You're starting to become the only host I can listen to because you actually talk about a wide variety of topics. Um, I'm able to contribute so much more in my own uh, world with interesting views and insights conversations that you've had, blah blah. blah. So uh, thanks for the note. That's really good. That's kind of, this, of what we're going for. Part of this came out of our vacation. We took a week and a half vacation, and I think both of us realized that there is a Trump story every day that usually lasts one to two days. A big controversy. Right, and if you ignore it, a week later you don't even remember it happened. Right. So how and about nobody's we... talking about it because it completely vanished from the public consciousness? So how about we ignore the daily uh, Trump story and talk about something else? Well, and especially because the the feigned anger, outrage, and the feigned importance of it. Every single day, when three days later, nobody even remembers what you're talking about. Again, I think that's just a symptom to make everybody crazy and unhappy. Thanks, media. Marshall's, Marshall's News next and some good stuff. We got a text. to Armstrong and Getty, the tangent of the nation. That's pretty good. What we do? Tangents are us. Huh. Uh, also, we got this. So, Marshall mentioned we had a uh, homeless encampment forming near our building, but yeah. you you feel like they got rusted out before it became. Because this is the way it works with uh, liberal city councils. If you get a certain number of uh, tents there, then it's a protected thing that needs to be funded or something. Uh, You you just can't move it at that point. Point of order, larger encampment would be more impact on local homeowners, local businesses, sanitation, disease, rats, fleas, etc. That would be worse. So wouldn't you have more urgency to get rid of it? And no, because of the soft-headed emotional thinking of a lot of, you know, blue city councils. We got this text. I work security down the street from you, so the transients that got moved from your building are now at mine. Thanks, guys. Enjoy! (laughs) That is the way it works with towns, too. You see, if you don't put up with homeless in your town, they go to the next town. Right. So which town do you want to be? I realize this is crazy. I so wish we had a guitar in the office. I want to run back during the commercials and write a song called Bum Camp. I just, I'm inspired. My muse is talking to me. I really want to the News is talking. Man. Yeah,
1: yeah. Does it have an accent?
2: <laughs> Why do you want to check its papers? Mm-hmm. Wondered you white supremacist? Wow. <laughs> well, let's. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just watching CNN, and Marshall's going to tell you about the big busts, I yeah. think in the oh, in yeah. Mississippi. CNN is saying it's cruel, it's racist, it's white supremacist that this bust is happening in the wake of the El Paso shooting. In which the shooter was a racist and white supremacist. I mean, we've lost our minds.
1: All right, what are we talking about? News now with Marshall Phillips. Well, ICE agents rounded up nearly 700 suspected illegals Wednesday in what's being called the largest single-state immigration raid ever. Agents raided food processing plants in six Mississippi cities. Illegals in a meat processing plant? Why, I never... U.S. Attorney Mike Hurst issuing a warning to employers. to Those who use illegal aliens for a competitive advantage or to make a quick buck. If we find that you have violated federal criminal law, we're coming after you. Hurst saying the suspected illegals were detained. They've been taken to the Air National Guard base in uh, Flowood. The acting director of ICE says they'll be going before an immigration judge to see if they should be allowed to stay in the U.S.
2: Well, here's the take from a guy who has no patience for illegal immigration uh, and things that some people are illegal Oh, and something to look forward to. I'll respond with the big narrative on cable news this morning. But uh, from my standpoint, the disappointing thing about this is you could do this every day all over the country and you could have done it any time over the last 30 years. So what is going on there?
1: Jack. How do you
2: choose yesterday to is this one of those shows like we were talking about yesterday, the way the police handle uh prostitution to make people think that they care about it every now and then, knowing that they're not gonna do they can't do anything really about it? Um so, okay, so you busted a couple of businesses. You know how many businesses are around the country? There's a reason we have somewhere around twenty illegals. They're all working somewhere. 20 million 20 million, 20 million. Yeah. sorry 20 million <laughs> illegal and the the government knows where they are right. in giant clusters and could do something about it today but they don't and and under any administration jack this racist bust is breaking up families some of the detained workers have families and now they're apart from their the Trump administration is breaking up families again i i mm, i just don't know it's 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 adults versus adolescents in my mind. I'm sorry if that offends you. If I sneak into Germany and get an illegal talk show host job as an illegal uh, American in Germany and I get caught, I'd have to tell my family, we got to leave. They caught us. Yeah.
0: That's yeah. what happens.
2: They'll heave your arse out. At the earliest possible moment. Of course, if I was in Germany with 20 million other Americans, and for decades and decades they had been welcoming us in here and giving us health care and driver's license <laughs> while pretending not to. I, I, well, I would say, what? <laughs> Why, Why now? What? Why are you <laughs> kicking me out now? Look at all, Look around you. Right. Yeah, somebody told us to. It is ridiculous, completely ridiculous. It's trampling on the will of the American people. Uh, I tell you what, the elite have gotten away on the left and right. They're getting uh, registered voters on the left mostly, and uh, and cheap workers on the right, and and you and I and our, our tax dollars and our schools and our hospitals and the rest of it have suffered. But don't worry, all the elites got paid. Uh, tangents are us using up all of Marshall's news time. So there's a new book out about the Koch brothers, and one of the points that the guy makes in this book about the Koch brothers is a lot of Republicans or conservatives who. Uh, uh, like the Koch brothers, the Koch brothers are behind a lot of the open border stuff. They're they're true libertarians and really believe in the whole open borders is good for everybody thing. And they fund they have funded a lot of that. They have moved the Republican Party that direction over the years with their money. You know that uh, okay, tangent on a tangent. That's fine if you believe that. I don't, but you cannot have you cannot have
1: open borders and a massive welfare state you got to pick one. Twitter has suspended Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell's campaign Twitter account (laughs) after the campaign posted video of protesters outside of McConnell's Kentucky home banging on pots, shouting threats, and profanities. Murder, turtle! Murder, turtle! turtle. Just stab the mother in the heart a campaign spokesperson blasting twitter saying they'll allow the hashtag massacre mitch to trend nationally but they won't let the campaign show the real threats being made against the republican leader so
2: is it because you can't have promotion of violence on twitter even if it's against you're trying to point out that it's against you is that the whole thing is that the ruling is that by what twitter uh, jack Dorsey is saying or uh-huh. what
3: most of these things are... You initially get banned when you get enough people flagging your stuff as right. inoffensive. Right, right. So the, the person who originally made this video probably doesn't have the Twitter following of Mitch McConnell. It gets out there. There's people who already don't like Mitch McConnell. Right. They understand these levers to pull. Right. So they flood and report this tweet as offensive. Mm-hmm. The the machines go into effect. The algorithms say, oh, this has re- reached a critical mass of people complaining about this.
2: But on a gi- giant national news story, how does it take uh, Dorsey longer than, like... An hour to decide whether or not he wants to leave it
3: up. This is the frustrating part with a lot of the tech companies is they, there's this when you get them in an interview they say we we as a community need to address this issue but we as a community aren't the millionaires and billionaires at the top of these companies making all the profits from it like yeah at some point the, the people the Zuckerbergs the Jack Dorseys they need to stop hiding behind well these we're, these algorithms are doing our best they they are. Huge companies in terms of valuation and market size. They are relatively small in terms of number of employees in relation to the size of their company. These are being outsourced to algorithms. These are not people sitting at a computer trying to...
2: Right. I get that yeah. on on individual basis, but on a giant story like this, right. you'd think the guy at the top could step in and say, do we want this on or not? So we suspect he'll be unbanned fairly quickly. That would be my guess. guess. Right. So,
3: yeah. right. You think so?
1: Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the campaign said they appealed to Twitter, but the company's saying it is uh, it is going to be the video's going to or the accounts going to remain suspended but until how, they've deleted the video. But how
2: do you justify it taking this long? I heard this story last night. How does it until take until they've deleted the video? How, yeah. how does it take It'd a longer just, 30 minutes though for for Twitter to weigh in immediately though like when a story like this breaks? Well, I don't know. <laughs>
3: Maybe, uh, maybe there's m- got to be a reason maybe the for McConnell it. campaign is pushing back. No, we shouldn't have to delete this video right. to get our account. Uh, so maybe may, right. that's why it's not already right. done. Right? No, um, there's
1: there's a lot of push me pull me on this one. The, the
2: beast, beast from Doctor uh, Doolittle was actually the push me pull you. It's frequently uh, uh, mischaracterized. It's a helpful tidbit. One uh, last... it's a, And It's a fine uh, animal oriented story for children and adults. <laughs>
1: One last note, my friends, Burger King is rolling out its meatless Whopper nationally today. I'm going to have one. The Impossible Burger is waiting for you. You know I ate nothing
2: yesterday after my five donuts. Don't make people buy commercials anymore? What? This is a big national story. Oh. You can justify this. Story. No, no. Especially. No. Especially, especially today you can. With the U.N. coming out and saying we got to stop eating meat. Let them the buy friggin' hands. hands. Don't do it. Say a burger chain. it's <laughs> uh, One of the biggest burger chains in the world says we've got a non-meat burger coming out the same day. And by the way, this can't be a coincidence. They, are they working with the U.N.? Is burger King and the U.N. working together? <laughs> I don't know. It could be. But it can't be a coincidence. Maybe this is your hobby. I do this for a living. You want to mention Burger Monarch? You pay for it.
1: <laughs> That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the Conscience of the Nation. We've referenced it a lot. Do you want to
2: pay off the whole what the UN's telling us uh, coming up? Or uh...
1: yeah, I'll give you the the thumbnail
2: sketch. Okay, we'll we'll right. probably be eating thumbnails when the UN tells us <laughs> no meat. Oh boy, be one of the few uh, places for was, protein we that can was go. Unfortunately, <laughs> stay tuned.
0: Armstrong and Getty.
2: The 2020 election just came out, and it shows Joe Biden, Elizabeth Warren, and Bernie Sanders are leading the pack, even though they're all over 70 years old.
1: <laughs>
2: so far, the only thing they agree on is that the next debate should be at 4.30. So- <laughs> <laughs> that escaped me. The top four are all in their 70s. Well, I think Elizabeth Warren's 69, but close enough. Um, huh, anyway. I'm sorry. I just didn't know. Governor of Montana, Steve Bullock, yesterday said we're, we're losing this election before it even began with the way we're approaching this. Wow, I agree completely. Did you hear Biden's speech yesterday? No. Getting a lot of positive attention, very eloquent, very presidential. He stated, Trump is a white supremacist, and by implication, anyone who supports him supports white supremacy and is a racist. Joe Biden, the leader by twenty two points or whatever it is at this point, that's probably an exaggeration. Um, um, the moderate conservative wing of the Democratic Party, in theory, right, supporting the pollsters, right, is has decided apparently for now that the strategy is you are either going to vote for racism and white supremacy or enlightenment, and and we'll see how that plays. We'll see if that's a fifty over fifty percent uh, win. Of course, you don't have to get fifty percent to win, but. Right, just plurality, obviously. You know, I think the days of uh, Mr. and Mrs. America, uh, hearing you're a racist if you do this, and going back on their heels and saying, whoa, I'm not a racist, I'm sorry, I, uh, wait, I'm sorry. Those days are over. Well, especially... Now people hear it and say, yeah, no, I'm not. Well, especially alone in a voting booth. Right. Right, yeah. Interesting. Anyway.
1: Joe Biden is a dummy.
2: There's that. (laughs) That's his stance. So, uh, you know, it was funny... This is getting universal coverage this morning on your mainstream media. Uh, The UN uh, Global Warming, uh, what's it called? UN Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change is out with this big report on agriculture. The meaningless debating society that is the United Nations. Correct, Jack. Uh, But they're out with this big report that's being reported on everywhere. But the funny thing was I went to do a little research on it. And, you know, did my usual search on the keywords and blah, blah. And it turns out the UN's churning out reports on all sorts of stuff. Most of it you don't care about. So it took me a while to find this. Um, Humans must drastically alter food production to prevent the most catastrophic effects of global warming, according to the new U.N. panel report. They looked at the climate change effects of agriculture, deforestation, and other land use such as harvesting peat and managing grasslands and wetlands. Together, those activities generate about a third of human greenhouse gas emissions, including more than 40% of the methane, which matters because methane is particularly good at trapping heat in the atmosphere,
3: and the problem is getting more severe. Harvesting peat is the name that I use for my weekend gardening show, if you guys are interested in that. Just Google (laughs) harvesting peat.
2: It's too vine-oriented to me. I'm an annuals guy. Uh emissions from agricultural production are projected to increase the authors warned delaying action could result in some irreversible impacts on some some ecosystems. Hi everybody, I'm harvesting Pete. It's hard to get past that. We're going <laughs> I mean, it's hard to get past this when you don't care. <laughs> That's what I <laughs> when you, when I hear this stuff I just think okay, good luck with that. Good luck with getting the world to do whatever you think you want them to do here. Well, they suggest that farmland and agricultural production has to shrink. Well, farmland has to shrink. Oh, it's Somehow, shrinking as they throw up houses. We've got to, uh, we've got to uh, get much, much more efficient at producing calories for the world, or else we will cook ourselves to death. Let's go to birth in West Oaks. Hi, Harvesting Pete. <laughs> Maya,
1: uh, my daffodils don't. No matter how I water. No matter how fertilize them, they just won't grow.
2: Well, well, Bertha, have you checked your soil? (laughs) Could be. You got too much acidity. Next caller, AHP, long time. Ah, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) When should I prune my apple trees, Pete? Well, (laughs) depends. uh, hmm, So the deliciousness of meat is a problem. There's that. Although you could, you know, you'd have the, that 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 period of people switching. People like me, have been growing up on real meat and really loving it, switching over to not eating meat. But if you if you didn't grow up with it, you wouldn't miss it. Like, but you've got to have protein. You, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got to get it somewhere else. Right, right. Um, this this you know magic meat or whatever your Burger Kings and everybody's coming up with. If it if it tastes as similar as reviewers say, um, then okay, then you maybe you've solved that.
1: Mm.
3: I've had one of these things before. They are much better than any other non-meat or vegan burger you've had before, but there's still a bit of a gap between it. So this mm. is exactly like a burger, at least from my, yeah, the, the one that
2: I had. Sometimes good enough is good enough. Yeah. But uh, currently 50% of the globe's vegetated land is dedicated to agriculture. Jack, this is an interesting factoid. About 30% of cropland is used to grow grain for animal feed to That's interesting. get us meat. Uh, and given how much land it takes to grow food to feed livestock, meat production is a leading cause of deforestation. They say uh, I'm against deforestation. Certainly, oh yeah, I think everybody is. When I hear about the Amazon rainforest disappearing by however many acres per day, I just find it horrifying. How is that still happening? It it is horrifying. Uh, and and can't we all agree there are enough people? It's funny. The absolute can't we all agree there are enough people? The the accept the immediate acceptance, the baked inness of the idea of economic growth. You know, and, and and you have to have. Well, you don't have to, but it helps to have population growth. Growth to have economic growth, and if you have population growth, you need economic growth. Otherwise, you know, people get poorer and poorer. But And I'm not a harem scarum population bomb guy, but isn't 8 billion enough? <laughs> I don't know what the right number is. You know, we got a, uh, a note from one of our older listeners, one of our seasoned citizens, who points out I've that. I've driven from Denver to San Francisco. There's a lot of space there. I don't know what the right number is for people. Old, we're, we're going the other direction, so the United States is doing its part. Right. Old Roy, who was uh, roughly as old as my mom and dad, um, he was born 39. Uh, In 1940, the U.S. did a census, and they probably asked if you're a citizen, because that's a perfectly reasonable question. But they did a census. The U.S. had 134 million people in 1940. We now have 200 million more than that. The world had a population of 2.5 billion dollars. Dollars, people. 2.5 billion people. It's more than tripled that's barely more. It's a virtually just tripled. I would rather have those smaller numbers. Can we do something about it? We are. All, all all of Western civilization is. it stopped having babies. Can we put up some billboards in the third world? Hey, it's called a condom. Look into it. You know? Ladies, the pill, it works. That sort of thing. That's why a lot of people are so angry at the Pope. That's why Sinead O'Connor was uh, so militantly against the Pope. Because she thought the whole Catholic Church stance on birth control was taking away autonomy from women in the third world. So, yeah. Eight billion's enough. Can't we just... It's it's like a nightclub, Jack. You're going to stand there at the velvet rope till somebody comes out.
3: You're going to stand Unless there, they're really hot, then they get to go in. You're...
2: Needless to say, you're going to sit there idling in your car till somebody comes out of the full parking lot. It's the way it goes. Now, the enforcement of this is going to be bizarre and terrifying (laughs) and probably troubling to all people. Well, a lot of a lot of your your demographers feel like we've reached pretty much peak Earth population. And because of so many of your countries, including China, Uh, And their population situation, uh, we're probably going to start going backwards as a world population for the first time in like forever. I would be very surprised if that were not true. Yeah, yeah. So there, there might just be inside us as human beings, it's feeling a little crowded. Let's stop having babies, or who knows, right? How about China trying that for generations, the brutal one-child policy, Uh, and then realizing, uh oh, uh oh, we're dying. Have babies, lots of babies. We got a new policy. It's the five-child policy. Get busy. Yeah, nice try. Uh, Much more on the way, including every insect in your house ranked by how worried you should be about it. Yes.